It is Sunday, April 27th, 2014. This is U62 the Targ. Let's do this already. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62, the TAR. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, why reminisce about conventions, they're actually making a gem movie and the E.T. Atari game. It's episode 711, remember to make a Slurpee joke. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 the Tar, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Cap is here, and welcome to this week's episode of the Targ. I'm back. Yeah, you probably thought I was taking another, like, year-long hiatus or something like that. No, it wasn't as anything as dramatic as that. Missed the show two weeks ago because, you know, work stuff got in the way, so I had to work for the weekend. And I missed the show last week because it was Easter, and I went home for Easter. Easter always makes me a little bit sad because that means no more Cadbury cream eggs for another year. I love those things. A couple of years ago, I went with my parents to Costco. Using their Costco card, I got myself a case of Cadbury cream eggs. Put that in the back of the fridge, carefully rationed it out, and I was able to last until June. But still, ah, those Cadbury cream eggs, and now they're gone. They're gone, but I'm back, and it's good to be back. Sitting here behind the old microphone on a cloudy Saturday afternoon, putting out something to the internet just because, well, I really don't have much of a social life. Unlike some friends of mine, oh, I'm so jealous, I got a text message from a friend of mine on Friday. He said, you'll never guess what my sister is doing this weekend. And I'm like, what? So the big Calgary Entertainment and Comic Book Expo is going on this weekend, and his sister volunteered. And her job being the volunteer, she is the personal assistant to Karen Gillan. Yes, Amy Pond herself from Doctor Who. She does all the things like, you know, gets her food, gets her water, and, you know, just kind of shows her around Calgary. And that is just awesome. Uh, you know, that got me to thinking, though, I haven't been to a convention in years. You know, uh, about 20 years ago, when The Next Generation was still in new episodes, uh, they used to have a Star Trek convention in Edmonton like every six months. And I went to a few of those, and that's really the last con I went to some 20 years ago. I would go because, you know, the one in Edmonton now, they're really starting it to uh, build it up into something really cool. I would go, but darn it, conventions are so expensive these days. First, you got to get your ticket in there. Then if you want to get some autographs signed, well, that costs money. If you want to pay the big bucks, that's when you can actually get your pictures taken with the folks and forget trying to buy stuff like some old action figures or comic books you want. Uh, so that's probably pretty much the only thing that uh, keeps me from going these days. You know, once I spend my 30 bucks per month on a new DVD, that's it. My disposable income is done for the month. So I don't know. I see the uh, Edmonton Expo is coming up. They changed it. It used to be the uh, last weekend in August. Now it's going to be the last weekend in September this year. So who knows? Maybe they'll bring in someone cool and maybe just maybe it'll warrant digging deep into my savings. 
Ah, well, I'm about rambled out on that subject, so let's play some music. I've had this song stuck in my head for the past few weeks. It's Weird Al, it's Skipper Dan, it's on the tar. Start in every high school play. Blew every drama teacher away. Graduated first in my class at Juilliard. Took every acting workshop I could. And I dreamed of Hollywood. While I read my Uta Hagen and studied the Bard. Hit the boards and paid my dues. And got phenomenal rave reviews. I knew the world was gonna love me without a doubt. I was sure that Tarantino would be calling me on my phone. Manny Leibovitz would shoot me for Rolling Stone. But the Broadway knocking them dead in 12 angry 
Weird Al, Skipper Dan on U62 The Targ. Good afternoon, Mark Campus, still here with you. I've had that stuck in my head for the past week or so, and I deeply suspect that Weird Al is going to have a new album coming out sometime this year. There's a dark, dusty corner of his website where it lists the recording dates of all of his songs. And there's a stretch there that runs from about, oh, September to April. And the name of each song is Brand New Track for New Album. Not only that, I'm on Instagram now, so of course I'm following Weird Al. And he's posted a couple of pictures lately that look suspiciously like they're from an album cover shoot. So something tells me before 2014 is done, we're going to have a new Weird Al album. Besides, it's been three years since his last album, so he's due. He's due, I think. Oh, what's he going to parody? What are his originals going to be? I just don't know. One thing I do know, and my mind is still boggling over this, they're making a live-action movie version of Gem. Yes, Gem and the Holograms. We all remember that classic cartoon from the 1980s. She's truly outrageous and all that. About a month ago, they announced uh, that they're going to be doing a live-action movie version. Uh, John Chu, uh, who did a couple of the uh, Step Up movies and the Justin Bieber movie, he's going to be directing it. And, you know, the guy who did, you know, the Step Up movies, I think that's a pretty good choice. And they already have a cast announced. It's amazing how quickly this is moving. Uh, They want it out like spring of next year. So now we have the actresses who are going to be playing Jem and the Holograms. Uh, Jem is going to be played by Aubrey Peoples. Uh, She currently plays an up-and-coming country music star on the primetime soap Nashville. Uh, Playing her little sister Kimber is going to be Stephanie Scott. She's a Disney kid. She stars in the Disney tween sitcom Ant Farm. And because, you know, those Disney tween sitcoms are a guilty pleasure of mine, I'm already familiar with Miss Scott's work. As I am with the young woman playing Aja, Haley Kiyoko. Uh, She was in the Disney TV movie Lemonade Mouth. And she also played Velma in the last couple of straight-to-DVD Scooby-Doo movies. And playing Shauna, we have newcomer Aurora Perno, who's only got like a handful of TV guest star appearances to her name. Uh, I really don't know what to think of this right now. As I've said, my mind is still boggling that this is actually happening. No doubt, though, it's not going to be my gem in the holograms. You know, when Michael Bay's Transformers came out in 2007, I didn't go into the theater thinking this is going to be my Transformers. I read in Toy Fair magazine many years ago that when it comes to the Transformers toys, Hasbro has the attitude they want to reboot it every five years so that way it's always fresh. So when the Michael Bay Transformers movies came out, I went into the theater with the mindset This is not my Transformers. This is just the latest reboot. So that's the attitude I'm going to have to take when this gem movie comes out. I'm going to go into the theater thinking, this is not my gem. This is the latest reboot. Ah, but the thing is, all of these old toys and cartoons from my youth being turned into cartoons, and they haven't done Masters of the Universe yet? Come on! I want my He-Man movie! A real He-Man movie, not that Dolph Lundgren thing. So I think this is the only reason why they haven't made a He-Man movie yet. They're waiting for me to come to Hollywood so I can do the definitive vision. You're listening to Mark Kappas. That young man fills me with hope. And some other emotions that are weird and deeply confusing me. On U62, the Tar.
coffee mug with my, with my name right on it. In big bold letters, so everyone knows it's mine. Don't even touch it, cuz, cuz it doesn't belong to you. I'm watching you, so don't get funny. I'm climbing up, up the corporate ladder. Watch out, it's doggy dog. Nothing against the grindstone, it feels alright. Watch out, this doggy dog. Here we go. I love to watch my boss get angry. So I can count the veins in his neck. Ha! Every day is like a picnic. Every Friday get a check. Well, do I smell jelly donuts? This is my lucky day. I'll have some coffee with a carcinogenic sweetener. Hold on a minute. Just one more jelly donut. They'll never miss it. No, they'll never miss it. Another Weird Al tune, Dog Eat Dog, here on EO62 The Targ. Good afternoon, Mark Campus, still here with you. And I read this just a few hours ago, and I'm like, wow, there's my third thing to talk about on the podcast today. Some people, they just have too much time and money on their hands. The backstory. E.T., the extraterrestrial for the Atari 2600. Long considered one of the worst video games ever made. I mean, the poor computer programmer who made it, he only had six weeks to put the whole game together so that way uh, Atari could make their Christmas shipping date. Of course, 
in that time constraint, the resulting E.T. video game was not very good. You know, the computer programmer, he had a little bit of hubris. He wanted to make something close in the spirit and the tone of the movie. And apparently even Steven Spielberg sat him down and said, Dude, just do like a Pac-Man knockoff or your E.T. running around the maze gobbling up Reese's Pieces. But nope, he had a vision, darn it. And six weeks wasn't enough time for that vision to come to fruition. So E.T. comes out for the Christmas of 1983, and it's immediately declared the worst video game ever made. People were returning it because they thought it was broken. So what's Atari going to do with all these unsold copies of E.T. the Extraterrestrial? Well, the urban legend goes that under the cover of night, Atari had several hundred thousand unsold copies of E.T. the Extraterrestrial taken to a garbage dump in New Mexico where they were buried under concrete never to be seen again. That was the urban legend. Flash forward to the present day. They're making a documentary about video games. And they get it in their head. Let's go to that old landfill. Let's do the archaeological dig and see if there's any truth to these urban legends. The date I record this, April 26th, is the day of the dig. And you'll never believe what they found in that landfill. Several hundred thousand copies of E.T. the Extraterrestrial. The urban legend turned out to be true. I did have an Atari 2600 when I was a kid. I never played E.T. the Extraterrestrial, one of the games I never had, but I do remember one of my friends having it. I went over to his house, I played it like for like five minutes and immediately said, dude, this is boring, let's go do something else. So, probably, when it comes to all of my memories of E.T., my memory is of the TV commercial. You remember that scene in E.T. where E.T. is hiding in the garden shed, Elliot throws a rock in, and E.T. throws the rock back out? Well, they use that scene for the commercial. Elliot throws the rock in, E.T. throws the video game out, and yeah, that's all I remember. If you remember, I did a fishing in the discount bin on E.T. the Extraterrestrial. I'm deeply cynical towards E.T. because my memories aren't of what a touching, moving story it was. My memories are it was merchandised to death. So all I'm saying is E.T., leave him buried. Ah, and I'm tired now, man. I want to go to sleep. I had a very productive day. You know, check out my blog, chaosinabox.blogspot.com. I did some tweaks to the layout, a few minor changes I'd been wanting to make for a while. And also check out my YouTube channel. I uh, just threw together a new YouTube video. I got a Chia Pet for Christmas, so I tried to do a little time-lapse thing of my Chia Pet growing. So check that out as well. I also mentioned I'm on Instagram now, so follow me on Instagram. Of course, my handle is at Chaos in a Box. And of course, Twitter, Facebook, the website, all the other good stuff I do online. Let's see, I plugged everything, so yeah. I'm Mark Cap, as this has been the Targ. I will see you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of the Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of the Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production. Oh, but I'm
Well, that was pointless. Yeah.